Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We're presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. If you've got a financial question, this is your opportunity to give us a shout. Let us help you decide what's the best path forward. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's what Joe did. He's calling from Minnesota. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Jill. Thank you. Sure. What's going on? How can I help you out? Well, I have just some general, I guess, retirement questions. I'm 49 years old, and I'd like to retire in a perfect world in about four years. I will have a government pension along with a 457B that I've got about uh, about $560,000 in. Great. The government pension, what will the amount be if you were to retire in four years? Approximately $6,000 a month. Does that cover most of your needs? I, I think it will. I don't, um, we don't have any liabilities, just, uh, you know, about six months left on a vehicle payment and uh, one other small payment. So very little liabilities and mortgages paid off. Great. And um, you have a partner um, or a spouse that you just referenced? Yep, I do. I'm married and we have a uh, 11-year-old son as well. Okay. Um, does your wife work? She does part-time. Okay. How old is she? The same age, Okay. 49. Tell me, in four years, are you going to stop working completely? I mean, you're pretty young, so you're in your 50s. Would you do something else, you know, to keep you busy and stay out of her hair? I, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I will do something. I don't know what it is, and probably it would not be full-time. Right. But I, is it fair to say that with your government pension coming in and her part-time work, and then maybe you'd work a little part-time, you won't need to be dipping into other money. Is that correct? Meaning my 457? Exactly. That's the plan. Good. I, would, I would like to use that, you know, in a perfect world for like college um, and not, not have to dip into it for Got it. monthly needs, if you will. Right. Totally makes sense. How about money outside of the 457 plan? Do you guys have some cash that's built up? Uh, not a huge amount. I suppose about $25,000. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, uh, I guess it's called a mutual fund with about $40,000. That mutual fund, that 40000 that's a non-retirement account. It's not like an old IRA, right? That's correct. Okay. So that's good. So there's a little cash. Will you have health care coverage as a government retiree? I will not. That's one of the, the obstacles that I'm going to have to look into because uh, I don't have to come out of pocket. Nah. You might have to get a job, dude. <laughs> How much You're money? Not supposed to tell me that. I know. Well, you could get an easy job. You could be like a barista and work twenty hours a week and get some insurance. Like we just need some insurance coverage, just because the kid's so young, and you exactly. guys are so young. So you know, I just got an email from somebody who said, you know, I'm, I'm self-employed. I'm paying a thousand dollars a month for my health coverage. You know, so yeah, that'll exactly. eat, that would eat into your your total savings quite a bit. Okay, so now we have that. So I'm going to make you go back to work, but not full-time, just enough to get some insurance. And now tell us more about what is in front of you. Like, what is the actual question that you have? Well, uh, I'm a little bit frustrated. And and recently we've met with two different financial, I guess, advisors, you call them. Mm -hmm. And my purpose for that was just to see, you know, are we doing okay? Is there anything different that I should do, especially in the last four or five years? Okay. And- both almost immediately brought up uh, life insurance of some sort. And my initial thought, uh, again, I'm uneducated in this, but my initial thought is I have no interest in committing to, you know, 10, 15, 20 years worth of 
life insurance premiums. You may say you have no experience and you don't know anything, but you are 100% correct. I would never look at life insurance for someone in your situation. I presume what they think would be the smartest thing in the world would you to be to take some of your beautiful 457 and dump that into some horrible life insurance product, which you should not do. Absolutely okay. should not do. Maybe they think that you should use your pension instead of paying your bills. Maybe you should use that for ins- for to buy insurance. No. There's no reason you need insurance right now except to say you need some term life insurance that would protect you because I'm wondering, let me put this bluntly, if you were to drop dead a day after you retired, would the 6,000 a month go to your wife and child? I I have the option that I can do what's called a survivor benefit, which I plan to do. Right. The only reason you would buy life insurance is if you were going to do it just based on your life and then put a big policy in place so that if you were to die, they'd have the ability to collect that. But if you have the opportunity to do a survivor benefit, you don't need it. So you're right. Those people who are, quote unquote, advising you, not good advice, Mm -hmm. not good advice at all. Um, And in fact, I would hesitate to even say almost bad advice. What I think would be really smart for you to do is that you keep plugging away. Maybe, I don't know, is it possible for you to reduce your hours and stay in your job, or do you hate your job? I wouldn't say I hate it, but I would not be able to reduce hours. I mean, it's a... yeah. Okay. A full-time spot, so. I mean, I guess what I would say is this. Over the next four or five years, here's what would be great. What would be great is if you were to be able to find something you could like doing, get excited by that, you've got time to explore this, and something where you could get some health insurance. Because if you were working 25 or 30 hours a week and it was fun and you got your health insurance, boy, that makes your financial life look a heck of a lot better. The idea of just stopping in four years, you know, It's okay, but if you don't have health insurance, you are going to need to suck money out of your first, your non-retirement assets, and then your retirement assets, and then your whole picture doesn't look quite as good. So my recommendation is skip the life insurance, get a job with health insurance. How does that sound to you? You know, that sounds very reasonable. And and if I could, one last question I had too. I've heard the term self-insured, if you will. And and you you brought up, if I I were to die, it seems to me that my family would be okay between pension and 457. Am I incorrect in saying that? No, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, through the government, here's a question. Can you purchase life insurance for, say, a 10-year term? Could you just do that through the government or not? I, I work for a city, so I can't under, or I can't uh, say the, that for sure post-retirement. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm covered now while I'm working. Yeah. So here's a kind of an interesting thing. So you know you're covered while you're still working. If you wanted Correct. to, just because you said, look, I got an 11-year-old. I'm just scared that, you know, I need 10 years of coverage. You could certainly hop online, go to, you know, Policy Genius, which is a sponsor of uh, my radio show, not the podcast, and and just see what would a 10-year term life insurance policy cost me. Maybe you get, I don't know, a half a million bucks. And you pay that price and you know that you're covered. And that's that. The other thing is to, while you're looking into that, see through the city whether or not they have life insurance that you can buy in addition to what you own and you want to find out whether that kind of coverage would be portable, meaning you could take it with you when you leave. 
And sure. that might just give you some peace of mind while you do have a young child, right? So um, it would be certainly worth it to know, like, eh, the worst case scenario, there's a little extra money, college is paid for, I don't have to worry about anything. And my wife doesn't have to worry about, you know, that she can't pay the taxes on the house. Sure. So sure. I think that's what I would look into. I will look into that. But the bottom line is I'm not going to go and sign up for 20 years of life insurance. I'm glad no, you said that. <laughs> no, you are not going to do that. And, and you certainly aren't going to do permanent insurance, which is what they're advising. So keep it simple. If you run into a brick wall on any of this, just give us a holler, okay? I will do that. Thanks for calling, Joe. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.